0: Welcome back to Six Unseemly Questions. Our guest today is Cody Clark. He is a filmmaker, a poet, a novelist, lots of things. I actually met him making a film with one of my friends. Uh, I think you're gonna really enjoy the show. Dave is in it.
1: Again, yep. All right, Good. let's go. <laughs> Great,
0: let's do it. Six Unseemly Questions! Uh, welcome to Six Unseemly Questions. I am your host, Victor Vernado.
1: I am your co-host, Dave Rzinski. Who is the sidekick. Okay.
0: <laughs> now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this show, Six Unseemly Questions, a fun show. This is how it works. I'm going to ask our contestants six questions at the end of every answer, depending on whether they answered or deflected, As long as it was, it was entertaining, I will ring a bell to show them that I like their answer. At the end of the show, no matter how many bells are have rung, I will offer you $5 if I like the show. And if I didn't, I will not offer you five dollars. So you could win actual five dollars. But if uh, the number of bells you get has nothing to do with anything, in fact, nothing has anything to do with anything. It's kind of arbitrary. Anyway, uh, and welcome to the show, Cody Clark. Hey, great to be here. Great to have you here. Yeah, welcome here. Yeah, cool. How's it? How's your day been?
2: Day's been good. Been uh, watching an episode here and enjoying that. And mm-hmm. that's about all I've done today.
0: Yeah. That's about all you've done today. Nothing,
2: nothing. Nothing else. I rode the train uh, yeah. to get here.
1: Was it a uh, difficult ride over? It was beautiful, actually. Yeah.
2: yeah. All
0: right. Okay. So I guess it's time to start with your very first question. Your very first question is. Oh, I'm sorry. You, would you like to be introduced? All of you. Would introduce okay. All, of us all right. We're going to introduce the Cat I usually do introduce the uh, live studio audience. Let me introduce live studio audience. Everybody. Uh, we have Anthony Kapper, oh. Lucas Conley, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rob Paravonian, oh, yeah. and of course Leslie Ware. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for being our studio audience. Uh, we're happy to have you. All right. Yeah, you too. <laughs> so happy you forgot us. <laughs> oh, they're saucy. The studio audience, super saucy already. Right. We're
1: hopped up on caffeine.
0: Um, Cody, your first question, question number one is, uh, if you were doing nothing all day, how come you couldn't make it here at three instead of four?
1: Oh,
2: because it was editing until like 8 a.m. Oh, you just left a whole chunk out of what you're describing.
0: What? You left a whole chunk oh, out of what you describing. I don't count it
2: until I fall asleep. Once I fall asleep, that's a day ended and then... When I wake up, the day begins, even if it's far into... Oh, bit.
0: so your day began so, at what time you woke up. When, when do you wake up?
1: I woke up at 1.30. Uh, so you worship a different calendar than all of us. <laughs>
2: Sometimes, yeah. yeah. But, like, yeah, I, I like to edit at night. Um, mm-hmm. I'm editing two feature films right now, and... Um, I just, I, when people, when I feel like all the world is asleep, I feel like that's like a great creative time for me. I write a lot at night. I edit at night. It's a good, it's a good, uh, is it because you feel
1: like you can't be distracted by people? They won't reach out to you. So you feel more comfortable.
2: Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's, I feel very, I need to get into that like solitary headspace. Like I can't do that stuff. Like when I feel like everybody's out doing stuff too or like working as well.
0: I like your s- super calm artist vibe. Thank you. <laughs> You've definitely got like you're like the you're like that kid who filmed the plastic bag and was like look at this beautiful <laughs> plastic bag in the movie American Beauty like that was it
1: American Beauty that was the name I of the movie?
2: It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: so the kid who you, you remind me of the kid who filmed the plastic
2: bag.
1: Thank you. That's a, the nicest compliment he's ever given. me. <laughs>
2: It's the nicest compliment I've ever gotten on this yeah. show. So, yeah. You yeah. look that's,
0: like a really bad artist. That's right. <laughs> on that one movie. Um. <laughs>
1: Do you like plastic bags? I don't
0: think that artist was I don't think that artist was necessarily a bad artist. I think he was just a confused kid who thought a plastic bag was super beautiful. He was just like, this is the epitome of art and somebody you know he hadn't experienced enough at that time to know that he just shot a a plastic bag
1: but if he thought it was beautiful then that's enough right
0: no i mean technically yeah i mean like if you're going to be like okay whatever you decide is beautiful is beautiful then yeah if the audience is only you then yeah that's enough but if the audience is more than you then i guess other people have to agree that what you think is beautiful is beautiful if you want to be considered an artist
2: so since we have an audience right here mm-hmm. we ask this audience <laughs> if they think that that was art the uh, plastic bag video
0: sure go ahead let's talk uh, what do you guys think was it was it art
1: all right lucas um, do, you, do you think that i was think that beautiful? all art is a abstraction of nature created by by human beings
0: Oh so. I fell asleep for a second there Please
1: continue. <laughs> Oh your answer wasn't good enough In Victor's ears Woo, dee,
0: That was my bell <laughs>
1: Alright Anthony Do you do you think plastic I, bags are beautiful
0: I, I, That's a different question I don't think plastic bags are beautiful I think anything can be art I don't necessarily think anything could be good art, art.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Alright so paper over plastic In that one <laughs>
0: How about you Rob what do you
1: think I think it was a a fun plot point to have uh, a young high school artist think that that was uh, a beautiful thing, but for some reason, looking at it from the outside of the movie, I thought it was kind of a cheesy, uh, cheesy for us to think it's beautiful, but it was a good idea for this character to think it was beautiful.
0: Um, I actually think anything is art that you can convince people is art. (laughs) That's yeah. That's what I think. I think it's anything as art that you can convince someone else's art. If you can convince someone to revere something as art, then it's then definitely it's art. And, and, and even if it's only like one other person, just if you can convince them to revere it as art, then it is art. For me, that plastic bag was not art.
1: <laughs>
0: didn't work. It didn't convince me. Maybe it convinced some of you, but then then I guess it's art and whatever. You know, world you live in. That's fine. Right. Uh, you know what I'm gonna say? I'm gonna say it's a bell because your original answer I wouldn't give it a bell to, but it zoomed it it turned, it deflected it I into saved this... it. now you uh you are a filmmaker and you have a couple of movies that are already out and available. Can you tell us a little bit about them? I think you have one that just won an award.
2: Yeah. Um, it's winning a couple of awards right now. My film Ramekin that we're trying to side between distributors a couple are interested and we're just trying to get the best deal right now um that's one i just finished recently that's been wanting winning awards at like little stinky festivals but it means a lot to us because like one of the ones that we won an award one of, the, one of the awards that we won was uh best feature film made for less than five thousand dollars and we mm-hmm. spent five hundred bucks to make right. the movie so we you know, that meant a lot to us because like That threshold of like ten times our budget was really cool, Um, but the two films that I made, I made Shredder and Rehearsals, which are two films I made in 2011 and 2012. Uh Um, Shredder is about a kid falling out of love with like just sticking around on the guitar and falling in love with like being a virtuoso guitar player, and that alienating him from his friends and his friends treating him differently because of that. Um, and the, the documentary rehearsals, which I made, w- is about um, it's kind of just like fly on the wall, voyeuristic footage of actresses uh, in New York City just living their lives. Um, and it's, you know, it's got nudity in it, it's got naked actresses. So that's I, usually, well, I mean, most usually people, people like pick that movie <laughs> yeah. to watch of mine because, uh-huh. of, because of that. So, I mean.
0: I mean, I, I will say that the nudity did pique my interest. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I, they both sounded interesting. But when you said nudity, I was like, oh, what? I have to check that out in my yeah, head
2: because of, of the art, which it is. Yeah. Uh, I've just decided. It's definitely hard. There's no, and there's no, I don't think there's a single plastic bag in the whole movie. So. <laughs> what? I think everybody, it's got, you know. All
0: right, let's move on to question number two. I think it's a good time to move on to our second question. What's the weirdest thing you've ever seen in anyone else's home?
2: Um... Well, I just peed here, and while I was peeing, I took a look at the, uh, you know, the shelf above the toilet, Okay, Um, and there was a box of Band-Aids that said Bang He, it was Bang He brand uh, Band-Aids, I don't know if you have that over there. It's called Bang He, and I just thought that was kind of weird and funny and interesting.
0: The Bang Hees are an off-brand
1: of Band-Aids yeah, that I brought into I figured, the house. Yeah. But why did that make you so mad?
0: The Bang He name is a pretty cool name, mm-hmm. uh, but that's the weirdest thing you've ever seen, off-brand
2: Band-Aids in my bathroom? <laughs> it's the name. That's, that's you, the weirdest you, thing you you you've ever seen? You keep focusing on the, uh, the off-brandness, which I don't mind, but uh, I, I just feel like the Bang He was very interesting. It's like a name of something.
0: All right, but let's break this down. Yeah. Bang He is what you're referring to. Yeah. So, Band Aids, whose name was Bang He, is the weirdest thing you've ever seen in anyone else's house. Yes.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I gotta see those band aids.
2: They sound weird as
1: shit. Dude, that, that is weird though.
0: Yeah. Bang He Band-Aids are weird. I agree. I agree with that. that. But if I were to ask anyone, like, is that the weirdest thing you've ever seen in anyone else's house? Else? I don't know if Bang He Band-Aids would do it. You know, like, like, I don't think
1: Bang He maybe if I saw them, because I didn't notice in the bathroom, but if it was Bang Chi. Wait, maybe,
2: you're not attentive, Dave? No, I
1: didn't notice your Bang He. <laughs> Bath, uh, bathroom band-aids. That Did you need time. a bandage? I, no, No, no. just. I Cody shot up heroin and used <laughs> your band in the bathroom? He's like, he's like, what's cool. with those weird band-aids? Yeah. Nice. But
0: that's, um, that's funny to me because uh, Lucas used to be on heroin and now he's accusing you of shooting heroin in the
1: <laughs>
0: That is hilarious.
1: Wow, you're really, you're really hurt by this, huh? <laughs> Answer. The weirdest thing in anyone's house, you picked your house and your weird I'm, band-aids. I
0: am surprised. <laughs> I am surprised, and honestly, Dave, tell me, are you surprised that that's the weirdest thing he's ever seen in anyone else's house? No, circular, I, I,
2: circular, sphincter-shaped uh, bandages.
0: Now
1: he's saying they're going to be
2: on them. I thought that was pretty weird. I will
0: say this: it was a very interesting answer. <laughs> I, I cannot believe that's the weirdest thing you've ever seen in anyone else's house. <laughs>
1: I think he was coming for me. I you. mean, because of Who all the is. things
0: you could have seen in the entire world in other people's homes, uh, this is time for question number three. Wow! All right, so great. I went through and I read a lot of your tweets. Thank uh, you. And so my question for you is: How do people react when you tell them you're a Trump supporter?
2: Uh, that's a great question. Hmm? Um, well, first of all, I try not to tell them. You know, that's that's usually my first. Uh, Thing is, I kind of avoid that nowadays. Uh Um, And uh, also, like the the word supporter. Oh, before we go
0: on, do you want me to include this in the show? Do you want me to take that out of the the show? Oh, absolutely. Okay, include it. Okay, awesome. Okay, cool.
2: Um, So when I, you know, on the rare occasion where I do tell somebody, usually I'm telling somebody who will be cool with it already. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just kind of like, oh yeah, by the way.
0: So no black people. I'm just kidding.
2: So, yeah, like if I'm telling somebody, you know, they kind of if they're asking me, yeah,
1: I'll, I mean, I'll
2: say it, but mm-hmm. I just I don't no like to ever ask
1: me if I'm a Trump supporter. Yeah. Know.
2: Well,
0: do you... does anyone
1: ever ask you
0: if I'm a Trump supporter?
1: Yeah. I don't think people um, flat out ask. No, right?
0: but I have had I've had had people uh, start talking to me as if they all, already assumed that I was a Trump supporter. Oh, OK. Uh-huh. Assume that you but are. Um, nobody's asked me.
2: Yeah, people, people ask just based on, like, things I'll retweet or, you know, whatever, or there are things I'll say on Twitter. Um, but, like, the word supporter, I just don't really—I I don't feel like a supporter of any particular political candidate, Um or any group or whatever. Um, I like Trump, and that's that's as much as I would like identify as like, yeah, I like him. Well, you some... know,
0: I actually, I seen. I had a theory that people, even people who support some of Trump's policies, don't really like Trump, like as a person.
2: Yeah, Does I mean, it? I don't know as a person. Um, I just like him as a uh, entity, a character, a figure. Um, I think it's. It's one of those things where like it's it's necessary to shake things up um as far as how people see certain positions in office and stuff like that and for people to realize that like if trump can be there then maybe we don't need politicians period as far as government like i'm very anarchistic with my views as far as like government and stuff i'm not really a republican or a democrat i'm registered republican simply because you know, back when Ron Paul was a thing, I wanted to vote for him in the primaries, and so I had to register as Republican. But as a human being, aligning with whatever, I'm basically independent. Well,
0: see, now here's the thing. So, I mean, I do agree with you, like with the idea, like if Trump can be there, then like if, yeah. if Trump can be there, it seems like anything can happen there. Like any, anybody could be in that position. But that doesn't sound like you like Trump. So, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, that doesn't I sound
2: like you like. Well, him at I all. like him. I like him because I think is his personality is very winking and i like that in you know any field i like people that are just kind of um so you so you flippant or ironic and play into uh what people um what people assume negatively about somebody i like when people kind of like play into that a little bit just as kind of like a fuck you so as a
1: like a supporter non-supporter do you have the red hat yeah i have the red hat Okay, yeah. Have you ever worn it anywhere? And... Um,
2: in my bedroom.
1: Okay, <laughs> you know people have gotten thrown out of bars. Some guy who's yeah, actually I would, I covering his uh, one of his speeches in Mississippi got fired. One of the cameramen for wearing the hat at the rally, yeah, even I... with the TV station.
2: I wouldn't dare wear it outside. Just also because I just don't want to. If I'm outside, like I don't want to um, bring those things out of people. Like even regardless of like uh, whether people I get, get physically attacked. attacked. Right? Yeah, you can't. Well, could. there's more it's to in, it, but I just I don't want to like I. You're exact in New York
0: City, right? I, I can completely yeah. understand that. I mean, like very rarely is somebody gonna walk up to you and start, start having a rational conversation. Uh, exactly uh, like when you're wearing that hat. That's that's a rarity.
2: Here's I a like one. it as a, I should also say I like it as like a piece of art. I like it as a piece of like iconography, like the art. Um I'm I'm kind of a design nerd and I really like the design of it and I like um that I am able to preserve that. Did place. you see
1: um, Kanye's version? He's got a little. Yeah, it's
2: version. it's good too. I mean, the original Fiker, Trump version—it's like a horrible hat. Like I don't know if Yo, you know. it's noticed. a horrible. Like it's if, like you, an you,
1: unwear- if it, it wasn't even didn't say anything. It's unwearable. It's like gigantic and weird.
2: Yeah, it's a very strange hat, which yeah. is kind of interesting. Like it's it just it, there's nobody that could ever like wear it properly. It's one of those hats oh, yeah, that like it's... never. It just fits doesn't to any fit right head, but it whatsoever. probably fits
0: his head perfect.
2: Probably. I would assume there's <laughs> a lot of extra space, and I feel like that's for, the for like the hair. Absolutely. Yeah. And Kanye's is more streamlined. It's probably a better hat. It would probably, it's like um, a biker bicycle yeah, and hat fit better and whatnot. Okay. So
0: I have one follow-up question. So mm-hmm. like you have a girlfriend, right? Yes. And so if let's say, say your girlfriend was at a party, uh, girls not at a party. She's getting tipsy. Uh, and it's like, it's like Oscars night. Okay. It's Oscars night. She's at this party. Trump is there and he, uh, he wants to hang out with your girlfriend when she's drunk do you still like him
2: um my girlfriend doesn't drink my girlfriend likes trump too Uh um i feel like she'd probably i'd be more worried about her sober hooking up with him than drunk hooking up with him i feel like that's more of a possibility so she's like so she likes him enough that it 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 becomes he's attractive well, I think it would just be like for the story, like, you know. So like you'd that. give her a pass if she did it? Well, it wouldn't like, I would think it was funny and I would think it was interesting. So I wouldn't, and I know that she so you, loves me. So you'd like, be
1: cool with it. You'd be like, ah, it's Yeah, funny because and it would be so
2: interesting. Like, I, it would be like a, uh, just a memorable event. I'd be kind of like happy for her that like something so crazy happened to her. Wow. Yeah. We have a very strange. We don't we don't have like an open relationship, but we're just both our our biggest fans. Like I'm her biggest fan, she's my biggest fan. And so like she I She did. Be,
0: I actually she was uh she was working at the Alamo Draft House when mm-hmm. my film festival was there and she
2: was singing your praises. Yeah, that's she like that's her favorite song to sing, is my praises. <laughs> um and yeah. So yeah, she can hook up with Charm. That's fine.
1: That's pretty cool
0: of you, she's man. has got a <laughs> trumpet. I, you blew my mind. You know what?
1: <laughs>
0: we press the issue. It's not going to do anything. It's not going to change anything right now. Yeah,
1: wait till your girlfriend listens to this. <laughs> yeah, She's going to be pissed you sold her off she into will. sexual slavery like <laughs> that.
0: Uh, we're going to move on to question number four. You ready, Cody, for question number four?
2: Yep. Have you ever gotten away with anything cool? Cool that I got away with. Um, define "gotten away with." Um, like right. something will, illegal, or
0: I will. Uh, I will define "gotten away with." Well, I mean, illegal is. Uh, what do you mean? Well, by- I mean, I, I guess something that you personally feel like. Ha ha! I got away with something. Like something you like. I I have this story that I tell that about a thing that I got away with. Uh, where I. I stayed home from school. I pretended to be sick. and I stayed home from school when I was 13 years old. Uh, And then I fell down the steps and I called uh, an ambulance. Um, I was living in Maryland at the time. They sent a helicopter to pick me up. I couldn't feel my legs. Uh, So they took me to the hospital. They flew me by helicopter. And then they put needles in my feet to see when, like, my feeling would return. And, like, it slowly returned overnight. And then the next day I went home. Um, Now, here's the truth truth was I faked being sick and I stayed home from school when I was like 13 years old. I Got bored. I called nine one one as a joke and told them that I'd fallen down the stairs. Uh, they sent a helicopter because it was snowing outside. So I freaked out and they broke down the door with an axe because that I mean that's naturally what they should do. Like they're firemen, they're gonna break down the door with an axe. So the fireman came, broke down the door with an axe. They took me out on a stretcher on this helicopter and I was like, oh no. And so I told them that my legs, I couldn't feel anything. I could feel everything. They stuck needles in my feet. <laughs> and you <have> <laughs> uh, sit there to, and pretend. I pretended that I. Could I couldn't feel it uh, when they're sticking needles in my feet and then I pretended to get my feeling back by the next day and then they let me go home. I don't know how bad those doctors must have been to <laughs> for me to get away with that I told my mother when I was 30 so that's something like <laughs> that's something I got away with
1: All right well, so do so I have
2: to top that no <laughs>
1: Because so, that's, that's a high line. Wow. That's a also, word. you should really hope no police listen to this episode of the You don't podcast. have to top
0: it, although it would be really cool if you just reached into your pockets and you just pulled out all these
2: band-aids. Yeah, yeah like, I
1: stole your band-aids. <laughs> no, he's going to be like, that would be amazing. I called the cops and a tank came to pick me
2: up. <laughs> um, I guess in high school, um, the thing that I was most you know, happy about getting away with was I had a math class that like... Uh, the the high school I went to, which was Murrow. Um, if anybody knows Murrow, anybody you know, shout out Brooklyn yeah, people. Yeah. Murrow. Um, that's cool, man. Yeah. So I was at Murrow, and like Murrow's You're in good hands. Dave knows every Brooklyn reference. Cool. Okay. <laughs> so uh, Murrow was kind of known for like, you know, kids that cut class or kids that skip school and stuff. Like that's just kind of what it was synonymous with because it was very lax um, in that department. And, uh, I had a math class that like, if I had a class that I just didn't like the time of day, it was programmed into my schedule. I would just not go to it. And then I would just retake it some other time. Cause I had a lot of flexibility with my schedule because I had, uh, like gotten credits ahead of time before going into high school. So like I could basically like play with it in that sense. So there was a math class that I just didn't like when it was. So I was like, all right, I'll just cut every single time, um, And I ended up passing it for uh, some ungodly reason. I still don't know exactly why. Um, I only attended the class like two or three times. Um, And I always got the sense that like, it was a a female math math teacher. And I always got the sense that she was just kind of like had the hots for me or something and just gave me the passing grade or whatever. Because when I looked at like my report card, um, it said that I had cut class like Thirty some odd times, wow. and I got like an S, which is the equivalent of like a satisfactory, C. Factory, yeah, right? satisfactory, exactly. I remember those um, grades. Yeah. And my only interactions with her, um, she was fairly flirtatious, and I, wow. I—that's the best I can assume. Other than like maybe she just got me mixed up with another kid, because there's you, no possible <laughs> reason I should pass that class. Did
1: you ever like make a move on her, or do you? Well, her husband worked at the
2: school oh, too okay. and he was like a he was like a strong dude uh-huh. he was like a big so, dude
0: so but you were uh, like this true. young arty kid who was cutting class all the yes. time. you got are you sure you're not the kid from the american uh, the american beauty why well, are, you, I, I are think, you that kid
2: yeah i i mean i aside from like not liking plastic bags enough to
1: film hmm. them i guess i am that kid but. I, I just love the example that victor gave you with the helicopters and someone coming yeah
2: with there was like or... that was like a michael bay like production <laughs> that was just crazy. mine was like I a give little
1: you an example it's like someone yeah. came with an axe and like was, mine was it like a
2: slow like indie kind of like strange like teacher romance thing and yours was like a 250 yeah. million dollar production
0: okay it's time for question number she five in the are you talented at anything that you never do
2: they never, oh, yeah, yeah, that's, are you talented. Absolutely, that, that you never do. And I have a what good answer to this. Okay, I don't want to like say I'm gonna get the bell, but I feel <laughs> it.
0: You know what? Oh. I owe you a bell for the last question. Oh, thank you. You get a thank bell you. for the last okay. question. I owe you one.
2: Um, I'm amazing at Tetris, and the reason why I got amazing at Tetris is that every time I took a I would play Tetris uh-huh. on, uh, I think it was like Game Boy, Game Boy DS or whatever. Um, I'm so good at Tetris that I can wait, play. wait.
0: At what era was this when you were taking poops and this
2: was like uh, ten play, years, playing ten Tetris ten years ago for like a year or two straight? Every single time I took, a <laughs> I would play Tetris on the DS or whatever. Okay, and I got so good that I could do insta drop, which is which means that like the pieces just come down immediately. There's Are we no we talking delay about whatsoever. the Game or from. <laughs> Yeah, well,
0: I, that's a Tetris term: instant yeah, drop. My drops, drops, my, my physical drops
2: room. out of my butt became the opposite of instant because I just enjoyed playing the game so much. Oh, I would right. kind of like draw them out of my ass very slowly, whereas the Tetris pieces were dropping instantly. Right. So I was wow. playing at a at a grandmaster <laughs> level at Tetris. That is I,
1: impressive. Uh, I am impressed.
2: And then I stopped. I stopped playing because it what just level?
1: wasn't. What level? No, we I call? could
2: just max out the score. I could wow. go to nine 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 nine, and so it stopped. Became becoming fun so I haven't actually played Tetris in I guess about 10 years or 8 years or however it was yeah I mean I don't want to get back into it because I'll probably get addicted to it again but you Walk could be a Tetris champion e-gaming is a big deal yeah I could have been that like I was I was, I discovered myself to be a Tetris prodigy I don't know if I
1: have to be sh- be good at
2: it you know i feel like they might frown upon that like sports arenas right but um
1: this guy needs special accommodations the
2: the ability to play with and know that you can never possibly lose a tetris just because you know the formulas and you know where the pieces should go instantly like it just makes it not fun so i have i have a great admiration for the people that can still play it like year and years and years and years and years as grandmasters because it gets so Boring. Like once you crack the code, it's just like,
0: I get it. Good answer. I like oh, it. it. Yeah, that was a great answer. You're right. You're yeah. right. I think we should move on to question number six. Okay, uh, it is your last question. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many bells have you? He's gotten like two bells so Three. far. Three. Three bells so far. Yeah. I should have gotten four. <laughs> well you know, I guess agree to disagree okay. <laughs> alright uh, uh, question number six is there something you say to people to insult them without their knowledge
2: um, yes but it's kind of meta in that it's just silence really uh-huh. I have this thing where like usually like people that like know my stuff online whether it be like old YouTube stuff I did back in the day or Twitter or Facebook things like posts, they see me as very outgoing, and that's that's how I am with people that like I enjoy being around. Uh-huh. Um, but I can always tell like the people that, well, actually it's a, it's a good indicator for people that are like friends of mine. Like if they hear somebody who's like, oh man, he's so quiet in person. Cause I just kind of like shut down, like if I'm around somebody that I can't stand. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's like, that's me kind of insulting them by way of silence. And it's not that I just don't say anything. I'm just, I don't say anything more than I need to basically. So people come away from that thinking like, oh, you know, he's, he's got this like online persona and his like real life persona is so different. And it's like anybody that like knows me that I like, doesn't feel that way whatsoever. Like they just see that as like one-to-one, but anybody I don't like, they're just like, oh, he's so quiet.
0: You know? So you say, so you say nothing to people. And well, that's I say, move.
2: yeah, but like it, there's more silences than there would be otherwise. Like I just don't engage. I kind of just, I'm on autopilot conversationally. Um, and I'm not saying anything. Uh, like I'm not expending any energy basically.
0: I actually use silence in conversation too, but I don't use it to insult people. I use it, I use it to let people think. Mm-hmm. I do that on purpose a lot of the time because often people ask me questions, so they ask they ask me for answers to like a certain situation or something. Actually, we've had conversations like this Anthony where you've actually mentioned me being silent. Yeah, you do. Because it all the time to- when people <laughs> ask me questions all the time, cuz you ask me questions all the time, you're like, you think I should, you think I should talk to this person or yeah. do you think I, should, you know, you think it's okay if I do that? And I I like stay silent a lot to let you think. I don't like to answer people's questions for them all the time. I have an anxiety attack talking to you figure it out in real time well no it's just that it's just that like i'm giving you a chance to think because often people have their the right answers themselves you don't
1: need uh, to tell everybody everything you're both saying two different sides of the same thing and it's you know silence definitely comes across it can be taken offensively and at the same time you know
0: and so you're saying that our silence in conversation is hard be, for to it's, understand it's
1: hard to understand for sure like like you freak out Anthony and you need to answer his questions and stop freaking him out
0: that's you know? not true no not true well, at all I'm not responsible told you. He for just told you I'm not responsible he's for
1: panicking what... when you don't answer simple questions I
0: am not responsible for the gymnastics he does in his mind <laughs> A friend of Anthony, he sometimes asks really, really painful questions <laughs> that are really just a reflection of his insecurity. Well,
2: so I've, I've actually directed Anthony, so I know, know I know yeah. quite well his uh, his questions that he will ask that uh, are sometimes difficult. What if
1: some answer. of the questions? He's like Victor, do you like me? And then there's just silence. <laughs> <laughs> I, could,
0: yeah. I think uh, I think. I think Anthony asked a lot of different questions. I mean, I, I can't even recall anyone specifically, but the questions are like, oh, do you think it's morally right for me to kill this person? You know, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah.
1: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> And those are the pretty good Anthony always, and it's and good impression. It's a good impression, right? Yeah, he always
0: go, he always idea. goes through with it. <laughs> and and, and that's, that's why you
1: don't answer. Exactly.
0: exactly. I'm just like you don't want to hear an answer. You just want to kill this person. Now, now <laughs> do the, the voice she that Anthony doesn't talks want to be an accessory <laughs> I did. Hey, uh, is <laughs> is that there, my voice? hey, can I borrow some chips? I don't
1: know. I don't sound like that. I don't know. That sounds more like you. Now let's.
0: It's time to decide whether or not you get five dollars before I do that. Where can people find you on the internet?
2: Um, people can find me. My Twitter is Cody Clark. So C-O-D-Y-C-L-A-R-K-E. I'm, I'm one of the Clarks with the E at the end. That's me. Um, and, uh, yeah, just find me on Twitter, I guess. And then you can go to CodyClark.com as
1: well. Also with an E.
0: Yep. Awesome. That's great. Okay. Well, it's time to decide. What do you think,
1: Dave? I Hi. think you're not going to give him any money.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: That's my guess. But what do
0: you think I should do?
1: I think you should give him the money.
0: What you think I should give everybody money, though? <laughs> That's... That's just your thing?
1: Tough to get out here. Anthony, <laughs> what do you think? I say
0: yes, because uh, his answers were interesting. Even the ones I didn't agree with. Okay, there we go. Anthony's uh, for it. How about you, Lucas? Uh, I,
1: I don't know. I was very compelled the entire time, even though I'll... Uh, I just don't want to give anyone who supports Trump any money. <laughs> you know, I'm that guy. You what, know. Do you think he's going to use the money in further? Uh, oh, like support? what if he buys more Trump hats? True. How much are those Trump hats? That is. Oh, uh, yeah. like
0: that, that is a thirty or $40. Wow. Uh, yeah. And what do you think? They're Rob Parbonian? Um Well, you know, I got a good look at that five dollar bill when you showed it to me and not gave it to
1: me, and I know it's uh, a <laughs> it's it's a quality five dollar bill. I think you should give it to him. <laughs>
0: Well, uh, this $5 uh, is yours because I want to prove I'm better than Lucas. So, (laughs) there you go. $5.
1: Congratulations. It's real. Congratulations, man. I I can't even believe I saw him hand that over to you. you. I can't either. (laughs) Please
0: check us out at unseemlyquestions.com or 6unseemly on all social
2: media. Ever
0: catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello Fresh.